0: Working with a vendor, I have a few tips for those of you that are contractors, freelancers, consultants, whatever you do, I have a few tips for you, but I also have for the clients you're working with um, some different tips, uh, considerations. So this will work for both of you, and especially when you're creating agreements and contracts, these are a few things that I've learned along the way that I just thought I would share. Hi, my name is Patricia Regeer with Regeer Education. All right. So working with clients, whether that's an individual entrepreneur or a small business or a huge organization, whether it's nonprofit, for profit, government, all in between. Um, having clear communication tools I find is really important. So my agreements or contracts, I use them as a communication tool, helping the expectations, clear, clarifying Boundaries and timelines, and and all of that. I find it very helpful to spell out some things because meetings are really important. Emails are fine. Not everybody reads everything or remembers everything. And a communication tool that everybody signs um, and can collaborate on potentially as well can be really helpful. So I'm going to share a few things that I've been adding to my agreements, and I thought they might be helpful um first of all always assume the best um plan for the worst per se but not let the worst experience impact all of your future communications and and professional experiences one bad experience can definitely overshadow it can be you know a life lesson of when warning bells happen or Um, red flags or the screening process initially, are you a good fit or the potential pitfalls that could happen? It's all learning. Um, So one bad experience should not impact all the rest uh, to assume the best from people because I've worked with a lot of fantastic organizations and individuals um, as well, but every situation is different. Every context, my agreements are different depending on what I'm doing, if I'm facilitating, if I'm producing, if I'm um, assisting with content creation or consulting, or if it's a package or a one-off. So a few things that I just added into one of my agreements and I thought I would share them with you if this is helpful to you. Being clear as you can with a timeline. But timelines are tricky because there's many different variables and you want to be, yes, with experience, you might just know, okay, this is how long it takes. But with content creation in particular, a lot of moving parts, it can definitely not be as expected. So you want to be as clear as possible. Um, You can have a typical, this is how much, it. you know, the goals, the outcomes that are expecting this every month, that kind of thing. But what I've just added in, and I'll share, you know, if requests for content uh, or course materials uh, to, you know, to be developed result in longer than, you know, your goal, um, it could increase the cost, be transparent about that, or maybe you just eat those costs. I've done that before too. Um, so, you know, if it's a course or if it's a slide deck and then more you know, is added, that could be taking up more time. So it's tricky. It's it's tricky. So saying how many slides that includes being as specific and clear as possible. So how long the course does it take an hour, a half hour, how many modules, how many changes and edits um, as well to to add as much of the parameters as you possibly can. Um, or maybe it's just up to certain number of hours, uh, that you're working and, and track everything. Uh, I've got this, um, tool I'll, I'll link it below. Timular it's called where I've got different colors, which mean different projects. And, and then I add in the client's name and what I've been doing, um, as much detail as I can, or sometimes it's just the name. And I'm just diving into the the content uh, creation that I'm finding helpful too, because I'm actually being specific for how much time I'm spending on different projects. Um, So being clear, what could uh, increase costs or lengthen the timeline is really important. So if more requests come from the client, um, then it could take more time and shift the timeline. If people aren't getting back to you, what I've now just added the request for an email response within three business days, um, if that's realistic, if you both agree on that, maybe it's fine for the length of timeline that it's within a week, uh, you know, of calendar days. So you discuss that what you're comfortable with. With but for me, I find it helpful to even just know got, got your email. I'm swamped this week, I'm going to get back to you in one week, Uh, you know, and that kind of thing, that communication touch points. Otherwise, I feel my due diligence is another email. If I've waited, you know, a full week, or a week and a half. And then a phone call, do I have their phone number? Um, Because what if my emails are going into junk, all of a sudden, there's a change in their IT department as to outside emails where they go. So you know, to keep that in mind, assume the best people are often very busy, juggling many balls. And sometimes we're just not the priority of the moment. So being very kind, gracious, supportive, and professional, even if you're frustrated, um, or, you know, sometimes for me, the frustration comes because I don't want it to be reflection of me that it's taking longer. Um, So you know, being as clear as possible. And then those communication touch points, meetings, face-to-face online, um, letting know, okay, you know, I'm concerned it's getting a little bit delayed um, with emails. Where are you at? Do we need to shift things? Having those conversations along the way as well. Putting your goals, your targets uh, as well. And I'm just looking at my agreement here. So that's why my eyes are going down. Um so if timeline is altered due to additional development requests from your client delay or, or delays and responsiveness with materials and collaborative efforts, additional costs may occur. If it's taking more time, you don't want to be chasing. Um, I only have additional costs if more time is being invested in it, but also blocking off my dedicated time where I'm not taking on other clients because I'm wanting to see the, the the project through uh, to its fullest. Um, Clear communication contributes to efficient timelines. We request that emails are replied to and that's kind of some of the wording. Um, And even if it's to communicate unforeseen circumstances uh, as well. If timeline is delayed to access to the platform that you might be working on their platform and if it's interrupted because login changes have happened. That could be a delay in payment for that plan that on their end, or just uh, password changes have to happen every once in a while. Sometimes it's not because of worst case scenario, but just so you know, as clients, it could be a red flag for your vendor. If you're towards, especially towards the end of a project, you've just put in a full month's worth of work, you haven't received the payment again. Yet, if you're paying after, if you're paying before, you feel a little bit more comfortable Um, and you're locked out of a platform that might not be on purpose, but red flags go up. If there aren't emails, you haven't received the payment yet. And now you can't get into the platform for any more additions that can, especially if a bad experience where it just takes one shady person and most people aren't that way, but it just takes one person to kind of put that in there where there isn't 100% trust. So you definitely want to build the trust and good relationship from both parties. That's really important. Um, And don't assume the worst from people. People are busy and they do, you know, just be friendly in your voicemails, clear in your emails. Chasing's never fun for anybody, whether it's for payments or communication or information you need to do a great job. Everyone's trying to do the best they can most of the time, most of the time. Um and so if the timeline is delayed, other things, monthly agreed upon payments will continue until the project's completed. Upon completing of the project, final payment is received, all files related to like closed captioning, video files, audio files, your video. I always make sure too that the my client has a Canva account. If I'm going to be using my Canva account to create things and then send it to their They can only get it through their canvas. So then they have the licensing to those photos. I wanna protect myself. I'm using other platforms too, or use their canvas is even better. But if you're wanting to protect all the work you're doing, so you you weigh that out. Um, I use other platforms that I can create little mini videos on there um, and it's okay for licensing for my clients. So check that out as well. and then, and then you want full payment. Um, so, and I also put in there, I just added, we appreciate a wrap up meeting to discuss the process. If there were learnings feedback for experience from both parties, are they open to that? Are they willing? Do they wanna hear from your experience or, um, or just hear from their experience uh, as well? Positive and, um, and opportunities for changes. Because uh, sometimes some of the outcomes isn't just the content you're creating, but the process itself to learn working with a vendor for what they can do in the future to um, make it more efficient. Maybe the next course they know, okay, now I've got to get all this together or I have to have this much time. It's all learning and and a good opportunity. Um, I, I appreciate a quote all the time too. That really makes a, a difference. Um, and you know or a summary report on the process that kind of thing recommendations if that's part of the quote or part of the gift you give um and what's really important too if there are staff changes within the project either in leadership or team members a handoff meeting is requested to review the agreements the expe- expectations the commitments, um, communication uh, processes that were put into place with one person and then another person steps in and then maybe another person steps in and you have another person doing another part of the project, it can all of a sudden nobody, you know, sometimes you're the person that holds it all together, that brings everyone up to speed um, if you're the consultant um, or vendor. So these are things, maybe this is a good communication uh, video tool if this is helpful to you. I often include a payment schedule, that expectations. A lot of times I do like payments upfront. It's not always the way it's done, but I'm definitely always, you know, give the benefit if it takes me longer and you've paid upfront, I'm not always charging extra. I, you know, I want the you to be happy, the best possible outcomes. But I, you know, I want both parties to be happy, and um, and that way, then I'm not chasing, or you know, that's not inhibiting how much work I do or how well I do it because I'm worried about, you know, you know, if there's monthly or multiple months delays, and I'm working with a project, it can stall things too. So I like to get that out of the way because I don't want to focus on that. I want to focus on the other stuff. Um, Clear on the you know what are all the services included when I'm doing the um, producing does that include recording does that include editing uh, how many meetings for tech practices uh, so depending on the service with workshops what's you know uh, so depending on the service there's other things to include but these were some additional um, aspects of communication that I thought might be helpful to you. I have additional clauses and clarifications for expectations. Spelling it out, I don't like my agreements to get too long, but the longer and bigger the project, the more I want to put in some safeguards for everybody. Um, Meetings and next steps. So I don't have everything in there for all the different um, types of services I provide. You know, testimonial, if I'm asking that, that puts them on my email list, or if I'm including them In my, um, on my website of who I've worked with, some people add logos on their website. That's a tricky thing. Some organizations definitely spell it out that you can't. Um, So all rights reserved, like intellectual property. If uh, speakers are giving me their slide decks as a backup or I'm sharing it, that is their intellectual property that I have responsibility for that as well. Often I'll delete all of that afterwards. If we're have an ongoing relationship and they've given me passwords, that's another thing. Um, You know, my insurance covers some of that stuff as well. But spelling that out too, that I then log out of their platforms and I'm not logging back in unless we're working together as well. So, you know, as things grow and different things come up, think about right away going into your old agreement or contract and adding in some things So the next time you use that as a template, you've got it there and you're not trying to remember. Um, So on my email list, they get the, as a bonus um, access. Sometimes I'm adding in access to my online course, depending on the services I'm providing. Uh, And then asking for signatures and initials on each page, I often do. Um, So I hope this is helpful to you. Just sharing a little bit of working with vendors, some tips as I think about this and look at my different agreements in the blog post, um, I'll link below. I'll add some other things too, and I'll pull out just some points um, as well. And uh, and if you're listening to this in a podcast or watching the video or reading the blog and not doing watching or listening to the other parts, uh, I always value and would appreciate if you have a tip of working with a vendor, um, of your experience as a, the, the client, uh, or organization, or as the consultant, put them down in the, uh, in the comments below that helps everybody, uh, as well. And just staying really positive, professional, um, and giving grace, but also parameters and being good to yourself as the consultant, um, or vendor too. You want to, that impacts your relationship with future clients too. Um, so I hope this was helpful for you. Let me know if it was by a like or subscribe. This is not a topic I've typically shared about, but I think it just, I thought maybe it might be helpful to you. So let me know if it was, if I do something similar in the future, or if you have another topic you want me to uh, create a video and blog or article about and podcast, let me know. Thanks for checking this out. My name is Patricia Regeer with Regeer Education. Thanks again.